drunk thought, sober tongue. Welcome to another episode, people. Um, and what I think we need to stop doing, we need to stop having these generational wars. Like, uh, I'll be listening to a lot of these older guys talk about how there was roles and how there was codes back in the day and it was code of honor and all this other shit. But I do my research and I realize people were snitching back in the day. People was disrespectful back in the day. There was no fathers in the home back in the day. And it was so bad, you could actually get away with having a baby on the other side of town and nobody said nothing. See, like nowadays, now I'm not saying we're any better, but if you're having babies or multiple women, you can at least be shamed by it. Whereas though back in the day, your dad could have had a whole different family and all he had to do was throw around a couple dollars because you're not going to tell me he could support two families. No, he gave her a couple dollars and nine out of ten, the mom probably wasn't making much. So it was just enough to keep her quiet. Plus, back in the day, that's just how it was. Women didn't run their mouth and wasn't very uh, confrontational and causing chaos and all that. It's just how it was. But there wasn't no better than us. I don't think any generation is better than any generation. And, and in fact, I think that's actually the building blocks as to how things have gotten worse. Because instead of these, these, these morals and these... Uh, and these values that they speak, that they speak of, they didn't really instill them. And then you got to figure, like, if a lot of us, are, this shit don't start with us. This shit has started since the dawn of time. And I'm not going to blame our parents because our parents' parents were like that. And their parents were like that all the way back into whatever time. So I just think we need to stop these generational wars. And like, I look at my generation, we need to stop coming at the new school about their music. Like, that's their music. That's what they like. It's not for us. If you're more of a 90s era and you like that boom bap sound, that, that old hove, that old Nas, that Wu-Tang sound, that DMX sound, all right, that's cool. But you can't get on them because they don't sound like them. You can't get on Lil Yachty or whoever else. I just You just got to realize that that music's not for you. We, we got to stop coming at them for the way they dress and how they do things. That's their business. And I'm not going to front because I used to be the one to do it, too. I used to look at it like, yo, what are they doing? Then I had to check myself like, you know what, yo, that's just not for me. I'm just not, you know, I'm just not supposed to wear my jeans tight. I'm just not supposed to put dye in my hair and all that. That's just not my thing. But that's their thing. Sort of like how the generation before us told us, stop sagging y'all pants and start giving us a whole history lesson and gel about where it really came from. And we wasn't trying to hear that shit. Just like we wasn't trying to hear it, they don't want to hear it. So that's what I really think need to be happening. I think, with, like, if you don't like it, you can at least ignore it. You don't have to try to understand it. Just ignore it. And I think that's what we need to do more. We just either ignore it, you just need to either try to ignore it, or just leave it alone. Let, them, let these kids do what they do, man. They having fun. And from what I'm hearing, a lot of these guys talk about you know, certain activity, like gang activity, is getting lower. So if they want to dance and do what we call weird stuff and it's less negative and it's positive, let them do their thing, man. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. I mean, so, like, why, why should we trip? It ain't affecting us. It ain't doing nothing to us. So why should we trip? You know, it is what it is. So, yeah, let's stop these generational wars. In fact, let's talk about it. How can we improve the relationships with generations? The generation before us, the generation after us. How can we improve these relationships? Personally, I just think everybody needs to show respect. And we start respecting each other, then it'd be cool. So, yeah, let's talk about that. You no, know, as a father, 
we talk a lot about being influencers in our son's lives and doing the right thing for him. And like with me personally, I take pride in being my son's heroes. Like I, I take pride in being a hero. I take pride in being a guy that they love seeing and they love coming up to and hugging and like they ain't seen me in years or whatever. They miss me every time they see me. So I take pride in that. But in taking pride in that, I think it should motivate us to not just not be complacent, but to do better. Like me, I'm always trying to figure out how I can do better from them. Like not just monetary, but how can I learn more game to give them more game? Because I want them to have everything, not everything down pat because, you you know, life is life, but. I want them to know everything that I know now. I want them to know all this shit by the time they 20, by the time they 18, 19. I want them to have that knowledge of an old soul. They don't actually have to have an old soul, but I just want them to have that knowledge. Knowledge is power. I still believe that to this day. It's more more power than a dollar. So, yeah, man, I just that's just something that I was thinking about. Um, so when you talk about being your son's heroes, how do you define being your son's hero? Like, what do you do on a daily basis to improve so you can continue to be your son's hero? When they look at you, what do you want them to see? Because eventually, you know, and it's funny because eventually you would think that at some point that stops, but it doesn't. Because my, my pop is still a huge, I don't want to use the term hero because it sounds like, it kind of it sounds weird being as dumb 29 years old. But that's my guy. Like, I still look at him like, yo, that's my pop. So that never really stops. Like, the, the terminology stops. Like, you know, the, you don't you don't express your love the same kind of way. But the way you look at them, like, yo, they still giants. Like, your pop is always going to be a giant for whatever reason. Even in your older years, he's just a giant. That's just what it is. So, like, what are you doing to ensure that you still remain that relevant in your son's life? Like, how is your word still going to affect him when he's 30 and you 50 plus or whatever plus? So that's what I want to know. Are you guys uh, taking the initiative to be a better father each day or are you complacent? Do you realize where you're at? And, and it's not a, a need, and to be complacent. If you recognize that you're complacent, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it happens. Things happen, man. It's only natural sometimes to feel like you at the height. So. It's not like out of you don't care anymore that you stop. It's not that you stop being a father. You just stop thinking of ways to improve. Like, do you ever hit a wall as a father? Like, damn, I'm done and did everything for him. What more can I do but to continue to do what I'm doing? Or do you feel like, all right, well, I got him all of this, but now I need to get more game. I need to learn more so I can pass more on to him. I need to create this legacy so he'll have something, whether he decides what he going to do with it, whatever he does with whatever I create, that's up to him. Like, how do you view this whole fatherhood thing? Because that's how I look at it. So let's go, fathers. Let's talk about it.